Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today, I speak with Chris Averla, the Vice President of Talent for Oracle Cloud HCM. In her job, she thinks a lot about data and experience, how to use them for attracting new talent, and how to use them for managing existing staff. We'll talk about all this and more on this edition of People Tech. Hey, Chris, welcome. Now, I seem to be seeing a lot of articles about making HR more efficient um, lately. And I was just curious, is that a new thing or is it something that's kind of a new, um, an older trend that's just gathering a, a new set of steam? Yeah, I think I think it's an old topic that really probably needs to be restated, honestly, because um, I don't think it's really about efficiency. It's about what is HR's real role, and 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 in my mind, you know, it really is about how do we help them drive work workforce workplace issues, right? Because if if they don't, who does? And how that's harmonized. Um, you know, that work, workforce, workplace, you know, where's the work done? How is it done? By whom is it done? All of that, um, I think, really is more of the charter. So less about efficiencies in my mind, right, where it's, you know, maybe more about policies and compliance and transactional types of, you know, work that HR had traditionally always done. But really, what is this, what is this notion of, of people and the role they play in the business outcomes of of the workplace. I have to imagine Oracle has a a point of view or a strategy for dealing with this. Can you tell me about it? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think our job, right, is to ensure that, you know, that that HR has the the tools and the data to do exactly what we just said, right? If that if that's what HR, if that's that HR function is, how do we support that notion of the harmonization of work, workforce, and workplace? Because data and technology plays a huge role in that, right? Um, so I think part of it is is what are our investment strategies? What are we going to deliver uh, for them to do that? But also, how do we think about those investment strategies in those overall goals that they have, right? What are the big challenges they're facing doing that? And what our investment strategies are to help meet that, right? So I think that's kind of half of of this role, right? Is from a product strategy perspective, right? Is to is to help drive some of that. Um, but the other side of it is to, you know, how how are we helping them think about applying that data and technology to do exactly that, right? Because, you know, I think tools don't solve problems people do with tools in hand. Um, so how do we arm our internal uh, people and our customers and our external partners all to, to kind of help with that, that notion of how is it applied to get to those outcomes? Okay. Let me shift gears a little bit. Um, I want to ask you about skills. Um, you know, that's another sort of issue and, and word that's that's all over the place in HR technology. And I'm wondering, with all that you're trying to do with your platform, um, has the demand about skills affected Oracle's approach to its solutions? 
Absolutely. It's been a huge driver, right? Um, and, you know, and I'm a big believer in, in the fact that skills definitely needs to be front and center of, of all we talk about. But just because simply, I think we've been making, um, you know, decisions, business and, and talent decisions for a long time on jobs and roles solely. And I think that that's limited organizations and, and frankly, people's ability to think about the different ways their skills and capabilities can be applied, right? So um, with this notion of, of everything changing, right? We're and, and I think we're in another kind of, quote, unprecedented, you know, time of, of change. We've got this rapid evolution of skills, right? Which is why it's so front and center. Um, but we also have, you know, a volatile economy. So we're hearing about headcount reductions in parallel with, skills and talent shortages, right? But I think that's a different, it, it's a different conversation when we get down to the skills level, right? And it really starts to become more about what are the skills and ability, skills and capabilities of people to get work done, right? And I, so I think that's the next evolution of the conversation and why skills has become so prevalent. But um, I'm a big believer in it, but we have to capture that data to start talking in that language, right? Because right now, everything we have always done has been around jobs and roles. So getting down to that skills and, and capabilities level is, is hugely important, but we have to create that, um, that vocabulary and that narrative for whether it's HR, whether it's the business, whether it's the workers themselves, right? Who have always self-identified maybe in a particular role. So I think it's an incredibly important conversation and one that for us, right? In, in helping uh, provide tools and, and technology that capture this level of data, um, it's gotta be front and center for us as well. Now, um, Oracle Grow seems like it would have um, some kind of skills application to it, does it? Absolutely. So when, you know, when we came out with our Oracle Me platform last year, right, um, one of the things that was was prevalent about this is the people-centric notion of, of these solutions. And and Grow is really the, the next evolution of that. And so what it's doing is kind of our new um, AI-powered solution bringing together skills and learning with people, jobs, gigs, or projects, right? Careers, mentors, ambassadors, all kind of discoverable in one place where every employee has visibility into career growth. And every manager to that end has a holistic view of skills development aligned with business goals, right? All, all kind of in one place. And so capturing skills is a huge part of that. Now we have our dynamic skills, um, you know, solution within the Oracle HCM cloud suite. Um, and really what Grow is doing is, is kind of bringing all these different solutions in, um, you know, in the Oracle suite, really in one experience for the user that's very um, geared towards their growth. So if I were kind of going to talk about it in a different way, and, and I think this is, this is true, especially for a lot of companies that maybe have um, vast different technology in their tech stacks, um, or whether they're with a, you know, with a, a unified suite like us, right? There's still... Um, you know, different areas of the system, right? And so from a worker perspective who aren't used to being in, 
you know, HR systems, right? How are they engaging with these systems to get the most use out of it? So, and I think that's really one thing that we can do. Um, and, you know, for a lot of these workers and businesses who are so overwhelmed with all the disparate tools and data sources, right? Um, you know, we, we actually did a study that's kind of interesting um, and you'll see this, uh, you know, come out with, you know, with our product launch. But, you know, with so much data available, people are kind of feeling overwhelmed with how to make decisions, you know, how to take action. And and we really do have an AI-driven platform that supports, you know, taking all of this passive historical data and turning it into intelligence, guidance, um, AI-based recommendations that guide workers and managers in this specific instance towards their growth and, and development. Um, and so I, I liken it to, to having a coach, really, that is looking at all of these different things um, and, and bringing it together, you know, with a very specific goal of how do we help a, a worker master their, their current role but also think about what the future holds, right? Where where could my skills and capabilities be utilized in the organization that I haven't even imagined? And from a, a manager's perspective, how do I know what skills we have, um, what still needs to be developed, where those gaps are, and and how to help um, guide, you know. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Kind of closing those gaps. And how does it work? I mean, it's, it sounds like it's a pretty ambitious thing with a pretty ambitious job to do. I, you know, I'd, I'd say it works, you know, as, as again, how it's experienced. So what, you know, as we bring kind of all of this data together, really in one place for this worker, um, you know, you think about how companies are trying to manage this, you know, um, gosh, go manage your skills here in your talent profile. And, and, you know, maybe you go out and, and do your learning in, in this module or this system. Um, how do we kind of bring that and turn it all maybe inwards so that the, that the worker is just thinking about what they're, what they're doing in the flow of work. Right. So they have a, the ability we can give them just based on their role right? Here's things that you could be learning here, skills that are applicable to this role. Um, you know, is this what you have? What are your proficiencies in this? You know, and, and kind of inspiring them based on where they are, you know, in that, you know, kind of in that moment, they can start to guide their preferences all in one spot, right? Maybe jobs that they want to follow, career paths they are interested in, um, you know, gigs or projects that, you know, they might see in the organization that might be of interest. Um, again, their skills 
and and really just kind of giving them a place to see all of that and start to say yes, you know, and have some have some agency in what those preferences are and not just relying on maybe what we see on that role alone. Right. Um, so it really is, uh, you know, what's ambitious about it is really what our tech does well. Right. And that's look through all the data. Right. We have one single data model across our, our whole suite of, of tools. So why don't we put that to work for, you know, for that worker, um, bring it together with the patterns and trends and, and, and then let them also kind of, you know, collaborate with the AI right, to, uh, to make it smarter and better for them. So it really is just one, one area, one, one screen for them to be at to experience all this. So it's, it's really more of just bringing it into one experience. And it, it, it sounds like that one screen has an awful lot going on um, under the under the covers, basically. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. But the interface for them is very simple and, and, and clear, right? And that's really what coaching should be about is clarity. Um, it should be, you know, with, uh, with focus and intention and, and simplicity, right? Enough that you can make a decision very easily without being overwhelmed. Right. And I think that's, that's what we can deliver. And, and because it's very specific, here are things that you've been assigned to learn now, but here are things that are popular in your role or based on your preferences. These are skills that you've indicated that you have, or a proficient or your manager has, or your peers have maybe, you know, there's, it's like a, it takes a village to collect the data, but there's, the data's collected. Let's kind of put it out there for people and say, yeah, here are the skills you're building. Here are the skills you already have. Um, here are things that are popular in your role or based on your preferences. Just like we would, you know, in, in an Amazon when we were thinking about shopping. You know, a little bit of that work is done for us uh, based on, on what the systems know about us and about others like us. Same thing with Netflix. But, you know, you might sit there and go, yeah, this is something I would like to watch. And yeah, this one doesn't sound like it so much. Right. So we're training those models all the time, but we don't realize it. Right. It's just very simple for a user to see and not need to see what's going on behind the scenes that came out in those recommendations and guidance. Right. So could you tell me about the genesis of the project? I mean, how did you come up with the idea? for it and how did you flesh it out so it could be built to do the things you wanted it to do? Absolutely. Well, you know, look, we know what the challenges are, right? We hear from our customers all the time, um, you know, what their what their workers are experiencing, what their what managers are experiencing. We even saw that in the data, right? That that people were overwhelmed. We had that global research project in play called Decision Dilemma, which had surveyed literally over 14,000 employees and business leaders across the globe, right? And, and some of those key insights that were coming out is we have more data than we've ever had, right? But we're, but it's, a, it's overwhelming. So 70%, or I think it was maybe 78%, believe they are getting bombarded with you know, with more data and more sources than ever before, right? They're overwhelmed. But, you know, I think it was like 88% of people, you know, just said they admitted they had ongoing decision dilemma, right? So we knew we had to start to make all this simpler for people. So, you know, we had 
workers who were were overwhelmed and 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 by the way organizations who were empowering them right to go learn bringing them extensive content libraries and things like that and you know here you are you're empowered to grow your career but with no real real guidance you know and and so i think that was the the things that we were trying to 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 really solve for is organizations wanted to know what skills they had what their gaps were how to help deal with that because they needed access to talent you know we've been hearing about labor and skill shortages for for quite a while now right um and they need access to those skills and capabilities to get the work done but you know they're operating in the dark a little bit because there's just so much kind of overwhelming data to figure that out. Same thing with the workers. So that was really the the problems that we were trying to solve for is how do we make this simpler and easier for people, right? So that they can get the data and have the tools and do the things they need to, to make decisions and, and take action on the things that were, you know, eluding them. Well, Chris, thank you very much. I appreciate all your time today. It was really great talking with you. Well, thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. My guest today has been Chris Avrilla, the Vice President of Talent for Oracle Cloud HCM. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of their Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcast.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We out. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.